You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Weekly Batuta Advocate Bulletin. Fever going on in the world. Megan and Harry are playing up again. Um, energy subsidies or some shit. Boring. They're putting a price on coal, but, you know, who cares about that? Glencore's out. Glencore's out. Mm-hmm. They, they put a royalties price cap on uh, coal, and Glencore have decided to leave, those Swedish cowards. <laughs> when I say Glencore, you say grubs. Glencore! Grub! There you go. Glencore! Grub! Glencore! Grub! Here, here, CFMU. Yeah, that's from a past life anyway. <laughs> Past life, but yeah, there's a lot going on in the world. You're joined by myself, Clancy Overall. We've got uh, Errol Parker, who was chanting that union propaganda um, you just heard earlier. And of course, we've got Wendell Hussey, the neoliberal swine who thinks unions should be busted up. There's no unions in the media, I'll tell you that. Well, there are. Well, there, there is, are. but yeah. it's... I mean, MEAA, except you're basically dealing with people that your boss is mates with. And um, it's just kind of semi-retired in a good paddock. Um, sorry, Paul, if you heard yeah. that. And it's based in bloody Redfern. And as David Littleproud said this week, you know, the world is a lot bigger than Redfern. People in Redfern, they don't stand for people in regional Australia. You know what I don't get about those nuts? They're always talking shit about the inner city, but they spend more time in there than uh, a lot of people, I reckon. Mate, they all have a flat here. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I remember when I was driving a cab in Sydney, I, the flat across the bloody way was owned by uh, bloody, um, what, what's his name? Fucking... Bill Heffernan. Bill Heffernan. If you got on a plane and went down to Sydney and then walked along Willamaloo Wharf, I guarantee you'd see a senior nat from either New South Wales Parliament or With Federal Parliament, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, blowing her back out. Yeah. Well, highly likely. Yeah. Um, They've got form, those fellas. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. and another I thing I would this, point this out is Bartley Band I reckon would they be would be big trouble for them. selfish too, and I reckon most of them would knock up. Selfish uh, lovers. Yeah, no, I don't think they'd be doing too much top work, those nats. I think they'd be more or less, you know, starfishing on their back. Well, you know, the gender pay gap is real, but so is the orgasm gap. And I dare say these blokes are contributing to it. Um, that's disgusting visual. Let's get on with the uh, weekly bulletin, shall yeah, we? Yeah, we shall. Look, we're going to get into it with the first story, which is a really hard-hitting piece, something that we've come to be known for uh, over these years. The headline reads like this. Australians unanimously agree that Morrow deserves to exist outside of the favourites box. Yes, a recent survey of confectionery enthusiasts has found that Morrow chocolate bars hold up on their own and deserve to be available as an individual chockey at the front counter of the servo or Woolies. Yes, this new report conducted by the Australian Chockey Alliance has found that the chocolate-coated whip nougat and caramel centre is a real hit with the general public. Of the 3 million Australians surveyed, 95% said that they would support the decision for Cadbury to release a limited edition favourites box with only Morrow bars. 98% said the Morrow vastly outperforms the supermarket darling Picnic, despite the relentless ad campaigns and promoting of the peanut-riddled allergy trap. And, controversially, 75% of those surveyed claim that there is no difference between the Mars bar and the Morrow, which is bullshit. Well, look, Darren Greaves doesn't agree with that. He got a lot of likes on his comments saying that Morrow are the poor man's Mars bar. Interesting, I always thought it was Nugat. Nougat. I didn't realise it was Nougat. There you go. You learn something new every day. Nougat. Now, we're moving on to a bit of aviation news, which has caused quite a stir after revelations that Virgin will now be the only airline allowed to fly in and out of Bali. 
Yes, some big news out of Australia's favourite tourist destination this week. The conservative Indonesian government in charge of the world's third largest democracy has revealed that only Virgin Airways will be allowed to fly in and out of Denpasar Airport moving forward. Yes, this follows the passing of the laws this week in Indonesia banning premarital sex and cohabitation. Adultery was already banned in the country, but these new laws will carry a punishment of up to a year in prison. Bad news for the likes of Qantas and Jetstar, though, with Virgin now the only airline provider allowed to fly into the Bintang Mecca of Bali. Yes, Chris Wardle uh, raised an interesting point in the comment section. He said if they go in and out too many times, they may be asked to produce their operator's certificate. Uh, also, <laughs> bad news for the Nats there, as we mentioned at the top of the bulletin. Hey, baby. Some more. I can uh, ride a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I can ride a horse, fly a plane. I'm a country boy. That means I can ride a horse, fly. I plane and fuck my woman. I come up close to you and whisper in your ear. G'day, mate. I don't think he's had too many My strong hand down your body. <laughs> I whisper in your ear. G'day, mate. <laughs> hey, baby, I just had a big promotional work. I don't think he's had many big promotions. Andrew Broad, if you're listening, mate, we miss your candor in Parliament. I'll tell you what. Come on the podcast. I miss the day when Nats would just resign when they fuck up that badly. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm resigning now. Anyway, I have brought. And in the scheme of things, some just incredibly cringe language that got leaked. Not actually. Why are you spending so much time trying to tune someone that you pay for sex anyway? No, that was so how that happened. So he had to, like, it was like a sugar daddy thing. And yeah, he did have to put in the work. Mate, he was a nationals backbencher. He's on like a fucking 140 grand. Like, that's not going to impress anyone. Free flights, though. Free flights. Hey, a buck forty, mate. That's b- below the poverty line in two of our seven capitals. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> All right, some more aviation news, and there's been shock around the nation as workers treated like garbage perform like garbage. Yes, the baggage handlers employed by Qantas on some predatory enterprise agreement or something like that have caused a stir after being filmed treating luggage belonging to customers like rubbish this week. Yes, if you haven't seen the footage, some gig economy workers were filmed throwing passengers' luggage onto the conveyor belt like medicine balls at the gym. Passengers have hit out at the now-fired handlers, with Qantas moving to assure everyone that it isn't their fault, and of course, the media following suit by backing their darlings. Because, as Qantas CEO Alan Joyce told the media, while those two baggage handlers were handling Qantas luggage, they weren't actually technically employed by the airline, but they were employed by a third party whose contracts out workers to Qantas were at a much cheaper rate than the airline used to have to pay their baggage handlers. So it's not really on them, no. There you go, right from the horse's mouth. Finishing up with some sports news, and a social sport referee has changed his decision this week after being informed he's an idiot with shit for brains. Yes, this is a really exciting sports story, a world first to come out of our very own corner of the world. A referee this week, a social volunteer, mind you, has overturned his decision without the assistance of any video technology or comments from the touch judge. The social mixed touch referee made the incredible call to go back on his word and allow a previously called Ford pass that led to a try after compelling arguments from a local player. That's right, this incredibly persuasive young player apparently managed to change the ref's opinion by telling him that he was a quote, fucking idiot who had shit for brains and to open his quote, fucking eyes. Yeah, apparently just like that, the referee said, oh, that's, yeah, actually, you're spot on there. That was a bad call for me, and he just overturned it and gave it. Well, look, in in the far superior game of AFL, we don't have forward passes. 
but we do have, uh, I, I believe they're called travels when you don't bounce the ball. Yeah, yes. and then holding on as well. But and I don't know how that works. Sickening concussions. Sickening concussions. Sickening racism too. Sickening yep. sexism. Yeah. Um, well, I'm just glad that all of the players in my favourite sport of AFL went to public high schools and they're real salt of the earth characters. Mm. That they didn't just go to seven schools in Melbourne. Yeah, good working class fellas. Yep. Good working class lads. Plenty from, of blokes from towns from like Wagga and Shepparton making it. A few, a few guys from Perth, you know, on a first name basis with people like Christian Porter and Troy Buswell. Oh! Anyway, enough with the um, hot takes about AFL. Where Let's go, boys. Christmas party. Christmas party.